Good morning, good morning, everyone. Welcome to another Wealth Coffee Chat. Good to see a few of you out and about already in the mornings. Alex is already up and at it. Beautiful morning in Cairns. That's fantastic. Brad, good to see you, mate. Justin's here as well. Luke, Andrew, Tim, Bryce. Howdy, folks. Good to see you. Thanks for joining uh, for another Wealth Coffee Chat. Thankful Thursday. While things are getting going, I'll do the quick intros as we do. Jason Witten's my name. If you didn't already know it, most of you do, though. But if you're new, say hello uh, in the chat. Let us know where you are in this wonderful world, where you're coming in from, and uh, let us know what you're up to. Uh, we do a little Wealth Coffee Chat. This conversation, get together in the mornings around about 10 past 8, 10 past 9 now in um, the southern states, folks in the southern states, but uh, you guys know the drill. Each morning we get together, have a conversation around the idea of property investing and um, making sure we go the distance. just realised my hair's a bit wild there. I think I need a haircut. Anyway, I'll, I'll push on. I'll move on. Um, good to see you here with me this morning, folks. The other day we had a quick conversation, a quick chat uh, with some of our coaches uh, and some of our team who uh, uh, always – uh, conversing with you guys uh, in our coaching and mentoring program. And uh, they were talking about a few things, a few concerns, a few things on people's minds. And, um, you know, what are the things that might be uh, holding uh, us back as investors or giving us some uncertainty in the marketplace? Uh, and I want to talk about one of those today. But thought I'd quickly do something this morning. What is something that uh, right now, one or two or three things that there's some uncertainty for you, something might be holding you back or making you uncertain about making a decision or investing as a property investor right now, um, put it in the chat for me so I can get a bit of a feel of what's going on for you. Uh, I'm going to talk about one of those today, um, but there might be a few others that might be worth talking about. But what's what's on your mind? What's... Uh, What's something that's uncertain for you as a property investor right now or something that might be holding you back from investing? Maybe you can uh, and uh, and um, you're not. Um, yeah, okay. Yep. We've got job security. We've got the Middle East tensions. Yep. Some job security. Fair, fair call. Um, some Middle East tensions there. Morning, Alison. Good to see you. Okay, inflation rate rises. Yeah, and that that's certainly one of them for um, for many of us. The other night we had Dr. Andrew Wilson uh, come on um, elbow. Yep, um, they're all a bit they're all a bit mad. Those politicians, aren't they, Alex? Um, uh, servicing, yeah, income servicing, lending. Uh, it was an interesting conversation in and around that, and um, you know, that's that's the general theme. That's the general theme. Uh, we've got out there in the marketplace, which is, okay, what does the future hold for us as investors um, and uh, what do are, what are things look like, right? So, okay, cool. Well, let's have a conversation in and around a few of those things today um, and uh, let's, uh, you know, let's riff on that a little bit when it comes to today's Wealth Coffee Chat. There's, let's, let's talk about the first one. Um, which uh, a few of you guys have said, all right, well, what does the future look like? Serviceability, the ability, let's say, over the next 
let's call it today. Let's call this today. One, two, three, four, and five years. You know, what does that look like into the future when it comes to, let's say, interest rates? Now, the other night we had a conversation with Dr. Andrew Wilson. A few of you guys uh, may have been there. And he talked about a leading, a leading measure to the future uncertainty. And there's two future uncertainties that uh, we always hear from um, investors and also ourselves. Number one, uh, interest rates, right? Interest rates. Now, um, it's always good to talk about interest rates and say, okay, will they go up? Will they go down? Uh, and by and large, you know, by default for us as investors, because we're in the acquisition phase, the, the let's buy something now phase or soon to build our portfolio where it's about serviceability, servicing, right, um, as we go. So interest, interest rate uh, rises. Uh, do they, will it go up? Will it go down? Will it go flat? The general consensus right now from Dr. Andrew is that they will stay flat for a fair while because there's a couple of leading indicators that uh, – that uh, need to be under control, right? And the one, Luke was talking about it before, um, the idea that uh, actually it's Tim, um, the idea of inflation, inflation, right? So at the moment, the general gist, the general indicator says that by and large, let's say for the next couple of years, uh, it'll be flat. Uh, There's a few uh, pundits out there, some of the main banks saying it might go down a little. Uh, and some saying it might go up a little. But by and large, the general consensus is it's about where it's going to be, folks. It's about where it's going to be, about where it's going to be. And so if we're thinking, okay, will the last 12 months of, you know, uncertainty, cost uncertainty be the same as the next 12 months or the next 24 months? The answer is a pretty resounding no, okay? And, uh, you know, the one thing that, uh, you know, Dr. Andrew said, you know, got to keep an eye on fuel, oil, blah, blah, blah. But by and large, we are where we are, right? So interest rates flat. What's our hedge in there, folks? What's the kind of the offset, the hedge for interest rates as property investors? If we own properties uh, uh, other than our own home, uh, owner-occupier, what's the hedge on our uh, properties? What's the offset for our rental properties, folks? And it's good to see um, a few things happening in the world of, um, well, madness when it comes to politics and, and malarkey. Um, our number one menace, the our hedge, our offset, our uh, our insurance policy when it comes to interest rates, folks, which often is a little bit more delayed. Uh, it's our rents, right? Our rents are still going up, putting the rents up. Exactly, Luke. Now, don't rest on your laurels, folks. Okay, uh, the um, put your rents up uh, because most of you, most of us, are sort of twelve months, sometimes even longer, two years behind what's actually happening in the market, um, and um, you, you can't miss out. You can't miss out on that because your costs have risen. Okay, so that's interest rates. The general consensus is it's flat, maybe a little down, maybe a little up, but in general. We are where we are, folks, um, and there's an outlier, you know, a, a 10% outlier that inflation might get a bit crazy and something else might happen. But the general gist of it is we are where we are and that's where it's going to be, right? 
So interest rates, you know, if I was to say, um, and as and I do, I'm, I'm in a coaching space. I think we're going to be fine. I think you can you can um, you can rely on that being fairly consistent for the next little bit. You know, what a, what's the other uncertainty out in the world? Where we work in, you know, we work in the world of new real estate. You know, that's our specialty. Um, and uh, we have uh, a question often for uh, for our uh, investors. You know, Luke's talking about, hey, maybe, um, maybe um, you know, getting rid of, uh, you know, a C-grade property to upgrade. I, I think that's actually a smart move, Luke. If you've got a C-grade in your, in your portfolio uh, and, you can sell and buy. This is the thing with um, with a lot of servicing or a lot of investors. Sometimes you sell something and you didn't do the math to see if you could actually buy something better. Um, and unless the thing's an absolute dud, a piece of junk, um, you're better off uh, keeping the property, depending on its numbers, obviously, than selling the damn thing, all right? So, uh, you know, trade a... Uh, Trade a C grade to an A grade. I am all for that, for sure. Do your numbers though. So the other un- uncertainty in the world of um, uh, the world of property investors, certainly when it comes to newer property folks, is the idea of you know builders uh, building and construction, um, and uh, you know uh, uncertainty, which is uh, fair. Is that um, um, uh, uncertainty? Where, uh, where, which is fair feedback? Is that okay? Well, what's going on with all these builders going broke? You know, well over two thousand, two thousand folks. That's a lot of builders. Two thousand builders, um, uh, builder developers going broke uh, in the middle of many projects uh, around the country, uh, and um, you know. N- those construction projects and houses and townhouses and apartments, you know, struggling to be built and taking a lot more time. You know, what's the uncertainty there? Um, and, uh, you know, how do you navigate that? And that's what I thought we'd, we'd have a quick chat about as our second one as well today. Um, Brendan is saying, okay, seeing lots of um, a bit of slowdown in the major regional centres. Yeah. And, you know, I talked about that a couple of years ago, Brendan, you know, um, when there was, uh, um, you know, during COVID, there was this, you know, conversation where, you know, people would move to the regionals for less restrictions when it came to lockdown. Um, and, um, you know, it's it's a nice idea. Like, I mean, I grew up in a small town and I've lived in many small towns and they're, they're an acquired taste, folks. If you've never lived in a small town, well, you know, it's certainly different to a large town. Um, you know, some people... Love it, uh, but most people who've lived in a city or whatever and go to a small town, they're like, "This is not for me." They come back, they 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 leave. And Tim, you know, by and large, most of the jobs are in um, in the cities. You know, there's a bit of a push to get people back to the office. You know, that stuff's you know pretty uh, pretty obvious at the moment. But we've got two thousand builders gone broke, folks. Um, over time, yeah, <laughs> Darwin. Darwin's just a town. I don't even know. You know, it, it accidentally got the capital city of Northern Territory. Anyway, um, so 2,000 builders going broke. You know, what's going on in the world of construction? Well, this was from Dr. Andrew the other night, but it's really poignant, right? So we've seen, you know, if you purchased, and this is this is an interesting one, if you were 
you know, lucky enough to get yourself a piece of real estate kind of in this section. And let's say um, this is kind of, you know, off the plan or a delayed sale. Let's say you purchased, let's say a builder, uh, let, let's let's just quickly look at you know the challenge of the problem with this uncertainty, right? Let's say in 2020 you purchased a property for six hundred and fifty thousand off the plan. Okay, you saw right, off the plan, nice apartment, even a townhouse, even a house at that point in time. Um, as as you go along, you could have you know easily got the, a pricing for that one, but the house would have been built a little little faster, right? Let's say you purchased it at that point. We had some lockdowns and some delays. You know, they costed there, they got their costs in, they purchased the land. So the land was locked in, uh, construction, they had a contract and they thought, yep, tick, tick, uh, good to go. Had some delays um, and what happened for the builder, let's say they started here and they had to deliver that property over 18 months, all right? Uh, in the middle of, you know, the largest, you know, increase in, in the construction supply chain. Now, some some suppliers, you know, timber and this and that and the other, they some builders may have forward purchased some of their um uh, uh some of their uh not equipment um materials um you know th- that might have been done, but by and large, what happened, folks? What happened? The cost to deliver that property or the 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 thing you know, went up sort of 20 to 25%, right? So they had a fixed price. They 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 had a fixed price on there. Uh, they said to whoever the developer was, if they, the developer was the builder or whatever it was, um, or the builder was separate, they, they had a fixed price often. They, they, they get a fixed contract. So they fixed it, let's say, for, you know, a million here. And they, and they thought, all right, we're going to make 20%. Okay, and so over here, by the time they get to deliver this, it actually cost one point two million, uh, and they made zero percent. Okay, that was the margin on on the deal, and so that's what happened. That's what happened, and you know, thousands and thousands, over two thousand builders struggled to get over that hump, uh, and many consumers were caught in the crossfire um, of that. Now, um, as far as my experience with uh, a lot of our investors, nobody's lost their, lost their money. Um, you know, Australia's actually got a very safe system, folks, when it comes to this sort of stuff. You know, your deposits are held in trust, uh, in lawyers' um, trust accounts. You know, no one can sort of diddle the till and, you know, nick the dough and stuff like that when it comes to certainly the bigger projects, you know, the off the, off the plan, uh, apartments and townhouses. Um, uh, and in reality, like um, most of that stuff is quite safe. The ones that are less safe, and that's not the right way to say it, are the small builder interactions directly with the individual. So if I was just directly to the the builder, um, that has some um, higher risk of um of some uncertainty for delivery. Anyway, I'm not going to talk about that today. So, you know, that's what happened. Construction costs surged, input and output costs, which is like input, um, uh, national output um, is localised. So both of those surged, you know, localised cost surge, which is, you know, labour, national cost surge, which is con- like um, materials uh, and, it, and 
uh, it, you know, the cost, the cost increased. So cost increased. Um, that's where uh, we are now. Or at the same time, folks. At the same time, uh, the time it's taken to deliver properties uh, has increased also. All right. So you know, if you look back um, here, and that's why I sort of have a bit of a laugh on that. You know, hey, we're going to build 1.2 million houses. No, you're not. I talked about this the other day. It's not going to bloody happen um, um, as you go. And Tomo, yeah, okay, there you go. You, you had some fixed price contracts, you know, um, both. Yeah, and, you know, that uh, – uh, and, and the same for me, Tomo. So I, 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 had two, I had two apartment properties under construction uh, and I had a house under construction. Now, the house passed on. Uh, a number of increases. I looked at that. I said to the builder, you know, show me some numbers. It was reasonable. I didn't want my builder to go broke. Um, I, I was still making money. I still got my house delivered, you know, happy days. You know, the two apartments, um, you know, they didn't pass on some some cost increases. You know, and it's not a it's not the end of the world, by the way. Um, I would prefer my builder to uh, stay in business and um, deliver me a good piece of real estate Rather than you know argue with them and um, them go broke and me not get my real estate you know at the end of the day, but again you know that's horses for courses if you know what I mean. So yeah, um, as we go, so you know it's taken longer, especially in the world of apartments, townhouses, and houses certainly have ticked up a little bit as well when it comes to time. So time has increased, right? Um, time has increased. Okay, so time and costs have increased. You know, have the developers and builders improved their um, pricing? The answer is yes. You know, I think uh, the new version of the world, um, uh, we know where we're at. We know the cost of our interest. We know the cost of our labor. We know how long it's going to take now. Um, and, um, you know, we know the cost of the materials. Now, what does that mean, folks? It just means that, you know, new properties are more expensive. You know, that and, you know, uh, that's just the way it's going to be. Um, the resetting, the resetting, it's already underway right now. Alison's talking about one of the, you know, the builder developers we work with and, you know, they, they didn't pass on the costs either. So that was amazing, you know, um, even though the head builder went under. Um, and so, you know, the cost to deliver that stock now, those properties now, you know, way more, heaps more, heaps more. That's not very good English, but anyway, it's heaps more. So, uh, if you want to check out, if you want to just check in on, um, you know, if you want some due diligence, this is some of the due diligence we do at Positive, you know, when we partner with a builder or a developer, you know, number one, you know, ASIC search the company. If the Find out the, the company that you're buying the property from, the, the actual company, and ASIC search the name of that company um, and the developer and the director of that company, all right? A liquidity search, like down in Bradstreet, you know, you can do a search on them if you if you want to, you know, build up, search the builder's company name plus the individual folks. Um, do some um, notation searches, you know, in Google and and um, and uh, uh, a few of those places. Right, check out the check out the resume of the previous work. Research the. The past developments. Check this one out. Now, this is what Alison was talking about. You guys have seen this in our mentoring um, or the the mentoring um, uh, group, right? So, you know, if you have a look at, okay, check out the work of the previous 
builder, this is uh, this again. This is an area building. You know, this sort of stuff is amazing, right? They delivered their their property. You know, even in the middle of a hard time. You know, so if you think about it, if you're going to, you know, back a builder, if you're going to back a developer, folks, um, you know, are you going to back one that that followed through and delivered even in a hard time? You know, that's that's the point of checking out. You know, their resume, okay. Um, as you go along. So that's just some pretty stunning photos of something that's kind of cool, right? Um, so, you know, go check that out and, um, you know, have a look at, you know, a simple Google search, it, you know, helps a lot. So it doesn't take a lot to sort of um, research a good builder, a good developer, you know, and Sam talks about this often, folks. Sam talks about it, you know, um, what's called, um, what he calls a brand right, brand uh, developers or brand builders. You know, if their brand is important to them, they're always going to invest in that brand and protect that brand and, you know, do the best they can. doesn't mean it's perfect, but if it's a no-name brand, you know, it's a hidden, you know, it's a no-name director with a no-name um, brand on it with a no-name builder and a no-name, you know, uh, property, then you know the the commitment to completing the deal in the the manner that you know was sold in the brochure you know rendered to reality um for us the risk is probably a bit too high so we don't get involved in those deals even though maybe some of the pricing might be you know less expensive you know the risk is high so that's kind of the due diligence you know in that sort of space so What's the takeaway, folks? It's going to take longer. We already know that. It's going to cost more um, and interest rates are going to stay the same, right? So we know kind of what's going on. Now, does that mean we don't get involved? The answer is no. Like, I mean, this is um, this is actually normal. This this is normal. This is this is not abnormal. They're like, oh, the first time this has ever happened in history. No, this is happens, uh, you know, three to four times a cycle. Things uh, adjust. Um and sometimes the adjustment piece is where the friction is, you know, when the, when the thing's adjusted and you're like, hey, happy day. You know, we don't worry when the adjustment's in a positive direction. We only worry when it's, you know, let's say negative cash flow direction or whatever it might be. Anyway, gone way over this morning, folks. Thanks for hanging around. Um, good to see you on Wealth Coffee Chats this morning. Uh, done and dusted, remember. Got a couple of sayings around here. Buy well, don't sell. This thing's a marathon, not a sprint. But uh, sometimes you just got to check in on some of the things holding yourself back and say, is it real? If it is, fine. What can you do about it? If it's not, fine too. Get on with it. That's my that's my tips for today. Anyway, folks, that's it. Good to see you. Thanks for joining. Take care. Bye for now. <laughs> 